everyone, welcome to the Raising Dakota podcast with me, your host, Courtney. And if you're a special needs parent, you're in the right place. So I hope you can sit back, relax, feel inspired, and always, always remember you're so much stronger than you could ever imagine. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in and welcome back to the Raising Dakota podcast. I hope that y'all had an amazing week last week. I wanted to remind you that we are still selling Raising Dakota podcast t-shirts to raise money for Free Throws for Kids through customink.com and you can find links to that in my Instagram bio and on my website. Thank you so much to everyone who has already purchased a shirt. We appreciate it and if you're not interested in purchasing a shirt but you still want to donate, you can donate directly to freethrowsforkids.org on their website. They have the ability for y'all to do that and even if you can't donate or don't want to buy a shirt or can't buy a shirt if you could just share the post it'll just help us spread some more awareness and raise some more money but this week i want to continue on in sharing about how we balance life when it comes to hospital stays because we have had our fair share of hospital stays and hospital living is not easy it's not a walk in the park and we didn't figure out how to do it overnight It took several hospital stays for us to really get into a good routine and figure out what works for us. And every family is going to be different. Thankfully, we don't have any other kids. It's just Dakota. So our primary focus since day one has always been 100% Dakota. And that makes it a lot easier for hospital stays because we don't have to juggle other children. But I do recommend trying to figure out a flow and a routine that works for your family because it is a stressful situation and it is really hard to manage everything, especially when you do have other kids and other responsibilities like a job and a house and pets and all of these other outside factors that you can't really help or take care of while you're living in the hospital. Dakota's NICU stay helped prepare us for the mindset of hospitals and what to expect, but it didn't really help prepare us for when we actually had hospital stays because it was different. When we were in the NICU, We went home every night and slept in our own bed. When we have hospital stays, we stay at the hospital with Dakota. If Dakota's in the hospital, we're in the hospital. At least one of us is. So following his NICU stay, he had a hospital stay in August where we discovered his milk allergy. And then one in October due to his severe projectile vomiting. And then he ended up being sick and ended up in the hospital and was released Christmas Eve before his first Christmas. Those were all roughly four to five day hospital stays. The hospital stay we had the following year was when Dakota received his feeding tubes and we were actually in the hospital for a month. So Dakota was about 15 months old and we were in the hospital the whole month of October. And that hospital stay is what really helped us understand how to create a balance when being in the hospital. We had ideas and understanding of how hospital stay works, how the routines at the hospital work for doctors and nurses from our first several hospital stays. So our first few hospital stays definitely taught us a lot, but we still had a lot to learn. And we learned a lot of that during that one month when we were in the hospital. So what was nice about the position I previously held, I was able to reduce my hours because I was off so much during maternity leave and then we knew Dakota was going to have a lot of doctor's visits that I was not gonna be able to meet 40 hours a week. So we were thankfully able to reduce my hours 
but also with that position, I was able to work from the hospital. So when we had hospital stays, Curtis and I both worked for the same company, and unfortunately his position was hands-on, so he could not work remotely at all. But what was nice is that they did allow me to take some of my work to be able to work from the hospital. Some of it was customer service and I needed to be hands-on with some of the assembly techs, but that stuff, the way we worked around it, I kind of reduced and changed my hours, shifted my hours to make it work so that way Curtis or myself was constantly at the hospital with Dakota. We just didn't like the idea of leaving him, even though we knew the nurses would check on him he was just so little that we wanted to be with him and especially with the first three he was sick a lot so we didn't feel comfortable leaving him knowing he was projectile vomiting four to five times a day or he was on high flow oxygen in the PICU because he had RSV those reasons made it really hard for either one of us to leave him so we have always tried to manage that one of us is at the hospital with him at all times it's not always easy but it is the way we like for it to work and it's what works best for our family to be able to know what's going on so like I said thankfully I could work some from the hospital and Curtis could go to work during our one month hospital stay when Dakota had feeding tubes I worked a decent amount of time at the hospital they would let me work a couple days from the hospital up to three days and then I would go in a couple days and work as well I also worked on Saturdays instead of working like Monday through Friday I could go into the office and work on a Saturday but it just allowed us to shift our schedules so that way Curtis was able to still maintain his hours at work and we weren't using up all of our PTO because it was four weeks in the hospital and we also had family medical leave but the issue with family medical leave is that your position's held, but you're not receiving pay for those hours. So we wanted to make sure we were still getting a paycheck, we were able to pay our bills, and we were still able to work. So we were fortunate enough that they worked with us on that. But one of the big things that worked the best for us personally and the way that our whole routine worked was whoever worked that day relieved the person who was at the hospital that afternoon. So say Curtis went to work all day he would come to the hospital and we might catch up for like a half hour, just talk about what all went on that day, you know, give updates. And then that person would eat before they got to the hospital or eat right as soon as they got to the hospital. And as soon as we kind of caught up for a little bit, the person who was at the hospital, so say Curtis went to work and I was at the hospital, I would get a two to three hour break, however long I needed, even if it was just an hour, I would then get several hours to myself to leave the hospital, to go down to the cafeteria, go get something to eat, but just to get out of that hospital room because the hardest part of the hospital stay is the stressing over everything that's going on with your child, but also the factors of being in a one room with so many other people you have doctors coming in nurses coming in people telling you information it's just a constant information overload so trying to balance all of that can be very difficult and it's extremely important to make sure you're getting those breaks and focusing on yourself and taking care of yourself because it is such a stressful time in general that if you're not taking care of yourself then you can very easily become overwhelmed overstimulated and very angry in a short amount of time so that's just what we found worked best for us especially when we were both working we whoever went to work that day 
got to relieve that person from the hospital when they got off work. And what was really nice about that whole routine and why it worked so well was that it was giving each of us an opportunity to kind of, for one, if they got off work, spend time with Dakota one-on-one. And then the other person just a break out of the hospital room just to get some fresh air. We did take breaks throughout the day and the nurses would come in. But it's a little bit different when you leave for a little bit and then come back versus getting like an hour or two to yourself. Because it is a lot. You have nurses coming in. So you want to be there and be present so that way you know what's going on and you can talk to doctors and you don't really want to miss them. And for that specific hospital stay when he got his feeding tubes... Not missing the doctors was kind of a big piece of it because we saw the residents and the fellows. They normally stopped in once in the morning, once in the afternoon, but his surgery team would also stop in throughout the day in between surgeries or after surgery. So we never knew when they were going to stop in, but those were actually the people we wanted to talk to and we wanted information from. So especially during that hospital stay, that's why we wanted to make sure somebody was with him 24-7. And so we didn't want to step out and take as many little breaks throughout the day just because we wanted to make sure that we were there and getting all of the information. And that's really just what worked for us. We liked having one of us there at all times just to make sure that he was okay and he didn't need anything because it is a lot to rely on the nurses to do that because they are caring for other patients. Not that they wouldn't check on him or that they wouldn't step in. There's just, they have other things going on and We've been in the scenario that anything can happen at any point, so you never know. They might get pulled away into something, and we just didn't want Dakota to be left alone. The other thing that really helped us during the hospital stay was if we knew we were going to have a longer hospital stay, we brought plenty of things to do. And Child Life also brings toys and different activities. They brought us mats so that Dakota could play on the floor, even though he was hooked up to IVs. I saw in a video where a parent brought in like a pack and play or a play yard to contain the child outside of the bed, but gave them more room to move. That's also a really great idea. So just having some of those things while you're in the hospital makes it being in there 24-7 a little bit easier to deal with. And also having a hobby. Something else that we've done is Curtis likes to play video games, so we have brought the PlayStation up, and we've played video games while Dakota was in the hospital. Trying to make the best out of the situation is honestly the easiest way to deal with the situation because doing nothing and sitting in a hospital room all day gets very boring very quickly, and I know that firsthand. So having things to do is extremely helpful, and that makes that flow go a lot easier. Since that hospital stay... We've had several more since then, Um, and I want to say our routine works really well for us, but that routine has kind of changed a little bit since I no longer work at all now, but I did switch positions where I was working on the weekends. So that routine that we did establish had changed a little bit once I started working weekends, but what was really nice about it, even though I was the one at the hospital 24-7, it allowed Curtis to come home every day. So once I started working weekends in the next hospital stay that we had while I was working weekends, I stayed at the hospital with Dakota 24-7, and it was just me. But Curtis would go to work, and then when he would get off work, he would come to the hospital and stay for four or five hours 
depending on what time he got off and when he got there. And I would go get dinner. I would leave the hospital room. I would I would get my break that I needed just to kind of step away, even if it was to go down to the cafeteria to watch a TV show. But I would step away for a little while while Curtis hung out with Dakota and kind of got to spend some time with him. And then Curtis was able to actually go home and sleep. So it was a little bit nicer for him. He was actually getting good sleep. And we are so used to that hospital routine, though, that sleeping in the hospital doesn't really bother us anymore. So, like, we're pretty good at sleeping at night when we do sleep in the hospital. But we also then did get a new puppy. So it was nice that he could go home and take care of the stuff at home and go to work. And then on the weekends, he would, Friday after he'd get off work, he came to the hospital and I would sleep all day and then go to work and we just kind of flipped that role and he would get the break on the weekends, but it worked out a little bit nicer because I had nowhere to go. I wasn't stressing about work. My primary concern was Dakota, so it was a little bit easier and it was less stress on him and he was able to get better sleep because when you are going back and forth between working and sleeping in a hospital, you just don't get as good of sleep and people are constantly waking you up throughout the middle of the night. Monitors are going off pretty sure for like the first four years of Dakota's life, we heard beeping. We heard the monitors going off overnight. <laughs> Just as a sound you will always remember and you always know exactly which monitor means what. So that routine definitely changed when my schedule changed, but we had less stresses going on in our life. So it was easier to manage even after that. But we just learned so much from all of our hospital stays that we figured out what works for us and knowing a routine that works the best for us and makes it so that we don't feel like we're both being suffocated and living on top of each other. Because if you think about it, even when you're at home, yes, you live under one roof, but you have space. You're not sharing a couch 24-7 or staying in the same bed 24-7. So Getting a routine is definitely what made it a lot easier on us living in the hospital with how many hospital stays we had and finding out just what was going to work for us and made it easier for our life to kind of flow a little bit smoother. Because like I've said a million times, hospital stays are very stressful. So having a routine and a flow that works for your family can just reduce some of that stress that you have going on and make it just a little bit easier on you. One other thing that really helped us during hospital stays was that we built a really great support system and we have neighbors who have always helped us since day one of Dakota's birth with our animals and our house, making sure everything was taken care of so that we could focus on Dakota. And I think that's a really good stopping point for this week's episode because next week I want to go into that and how we've built our support system and the importance of a support system. So I really want to go in-depth in that with you next week. So thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it, and I look forward to sharing more with you next week. Thank you all so much for the support, and I look forward to chatting with you next time on the Raising Dakota podcast.